To all our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Spoiler Alert. Spoilers here. Hey, hey. nope, still we're we're, we're still workshopping the still, the intro. Uh, still, no one has ever given us any kind of feedback. That's no, true. It's only been that's over true. It's mostly JD episodes. saying that one no, is not stupid. good. That's not <laughs> good. That's not good. <laughs> what uh, what sort of feel are you going for, JD? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe you should. Yeah. Give us, do you know? Yeah, maybe you tell yeah. us what you're looking for. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know things <laughs> that are annoying? Yeah, I know. Not of that. So, oh god, yep, <laughs> nailing it. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is this motherfucker. Oh, it's Brian. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, just, I, I knew just who you were talking about. He spells it real weird. <laughs> it's like with an X and a motherfucker. <laughs> and uh Noel. Hi. And Len. The Bat Tribble. It's so weird when you don't do your whole thing. But everybody said names, so I thought like Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Triple. There it is. Oh, thank only, you. Excellent. Brian okay. has a triple designation. and I don't. Do you? I haven't, pra- I haven't practiced my whole spiel. Do you have a triple designation? I do. What is I that? do. Yeah. It's Superman's pal, Jimmy Triple. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's Mine cool. is the Thwip Triple. Oh, that's cool, too. Thwip. You don't have one, Brian. I mean, no, I don't. Yeah, you're purposely <laughs> being excluded. Let's move on to the show. Um, so, uh, normally, you remember the time we didn't have one? We're, we're really shaking up the episode. Uh, we're gonna start with Mike. Hey, hey whoa! Microphone. Mics are going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mike's akimbo over here. Um, uh, usually, we end the show with the X marks the X spot corner roundup review, mm-hmm. uh, which we—I don't know if you guys have noticed—we add a word to the title of that segment every time. Um, so let's start with those guys. Yeah. You feel like it? You want to do that? It's on head. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. New Mutants number six by Ed Brisson and Flaviano. Diamond has this to say. A simple visit to check in on old friends in the human world has gone wrong. Dangerously wrong. With innocent lives on the line, Armor and the other young mutants have their hands tied. But escaping without collateral damage looks increasingly impossible. <laughs> this was dark. Yeah, this I did book not. This dark. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I, I would say... Most of the X books this week were Super pretty dark. fucking dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I think I'm on record as saying, so. This is a very weird title of all the like Dawn of X titles. This one's really weird because it's essentially two books that they split yeah. into. And this is only the second. Whether they like, match together. Most of them have been the other one, right? This no, it's is, been three and three. Has it been three and yeah, three? The, I the thought first, it was four and two. The first two were the In Space. Yeah. The next two was this story, and then okay. it went back to In Space, and then this. So it was like two three issue arcs. Yeah. That have just been kind of are these this other team back. was this another publishing era where they were also like, called New Mutants? They weren't, and New that Mutants, is why they were called the New X Men, or like it was like the second volume mm. of the New X Men. It was well, like, a lot of these, these were created ones? by Grant Morrison's X Men yeah. run, yeah. But they were they did right. have their own title, like it was like was it, it wasn't New Mutants title called I don't know if it was ever New Mutants because that would make a lot of sense, but yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, but it's the same kind of like. Style yeah. of book, yeah, yeah the younger yeah. class team of yeah, yeah, the younger team. But yeah. this of of the two storylines that they are doing, yes. this is my favorite because I'm I'm not oh, a really? cosmic guy. I'm more of a down to earth guy. Mm-hmm. That's literally the dividing line here. Yeah, is uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is all down to earth stuff. Plus, um, 
there are some nice surprises in here. Uh, and uh, how did you guys feel about Boom Boom's characterization? A drunk? I don't know much about her. Although she didn't take the plane. You know, she was like, yeah, I've been drinking, but I'm not going to fly. Yeah, like, but so like... That seems- you so know, at maybe she point, just drinks sometimes. You know what I mean? Like she walked in real badass, like a Terminator, just like pow, 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 yeah, boom, yeah, boom, yeah. boom. And um, but then we get to everyone's running. An, uh, Beak has been shot with a shotgun yeah. inside. Glob and uh, all the rest are running out, cradling this bleeding kid in their arms. And then she's just there with her arms folded, just leaning against something casually, like waiting for them to get there. Hmm. Seemed very strange. Like there's drunk, and then there's like, is Boom Boom kind of an asshole? I, I I've been reading her as an asshole. Yeah, is she since, like since I don't like know much about her issue. at all. Is she like pre all this stuff? Yeah, wasn't wasn't like, she, was she first of all? Isn't she like drunk that? because she was like they were all gone, so she was um, pillaging all their rooms. Like she was kind out of a was? shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. At least this characterization's ever is kind of a shit. And then mm-hmm. to go back to what you were saying, how like the two different types of books, and mm-hmm. you prefer this one. I actually like the the Rod Reese and yeah, Ed, or and Hickman one a little bit better. Did However, yeah. this one I I wasn't. Every time that this one kind of came in, I was like, all right, I'll read this one. It's fine. I have the exact opposite response. I'm like, oh, this one. But this one (laughs) stuck the landing, uh, so I I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, it was certainly uh, an interesting twist. I don't Uh, know how how excited I am to read about uh, drug cartels that are trying to shake down mutants to get the Krakoan drugs, Mm -hmm. because that's what this is setting up. I don't know how much I care about that. Yeah. But this was still pretty cool. Yeah, I think, yeah, that particular setup doesn't intrigue me that much, but all of the events because of that setup, mm. all of the things that that sets in place and the interactions that I've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, reading it an issue, um, I was not sure. Like, they've done a thing here where that segment of the story has ended, and then you see a full-page newspaper clipping, which yes. I kind of thought was the end of the issue. Luckily, I've flipped... And I was like, oh, shit, there's more story here. Uh, and that's kind of actually the most important, the, the darkest stuff happens in this little yeah. segment, I think. <clears throat> the, so I uh, I just now realized that that was part of the story, this newspaper yeah, clipping. it was an ad? I just breezed by thinking oh. it was an ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this uh, the, the newspaper thing they talked about did happen. Mm. Yeah, uh, TLDR, they blame mutants for everything. They that's do. It. Yeah. They do, yeah. It's just the local uh, <laughs> newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. But there's these two kids, Maxim, Maxim and Mac and Manon, Maxim and Manon, and uh, they are able to alter people's emotions and memories yeah. and realities a little bit. Who are those didn't, kids? Didn't they show up in Extermination? I don't know. Sounds like they were the, the two little mutants that kind of were being hunted or found at the beginning of that series. Oh. It was that was the the series. Are you sure there wasn't a little blue kid and a little green kid? No, I thought they the were one who white. dampened people's powers. Is that what they the blue, are? Yeah, one of them did. White. Anyway, anybody like white, that knows white. More like these about guys are the color white. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure where they got their origin from, but no, 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 the no. dark shit is Beak's fa- father. Both parents. Both, both parents were yeah. murdered in this yeah. um, sequence of events, and so they were just like, "Ah, we just made it so that they died peacefully in their sleep years ago in his memories." Yeah, which and, and when I first read it, I was like. Oh, sweet. There must have been some sort of manipulation to make him think that his parents were still alive. Mm. And I was like, oh, the manipulation was that they yeah. <laughs> hadn't been dead for you, you know? Well, I mean, that would be um, even weirder if they she was like, now they're still fine, and then is, no, he's never I, able to see them again or something. I was thinking it was that, um, 
what we had read wasn't actually his parents. Oh. And I was like, oh, cool. That's, you know, that really sucked when they got killed, but now it wasn't true. Yeah. But no, and that their, wasn't the deal. Their manipulation was a little off the whole time. So, like, at the at the beginning, instead of uh, two, two gunmen, instead of convincing them to not shoot them, yeah. they convinced them to shoot each other. Yeah. Instead of, um, and then they got another gunman to be like, don't you don't want to shoot us? You don't want to shoot us. Protect us. And then yeah. they shot other people. Like mm. well, every like time that, that they tried to do the right thing, they were just yeah. Awful. But mm. Glob was like, "What do? You, why would you? Yeah. Why would you make them murder each other? Why yeah, don't you just yeah. make them our friends?" I like that like, too. Oh right. <laughs> and then yeah. they made somebody yeah. their friend so yeah. hard yeah. Yeah. they murdered other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's just it was uh it was like trying to it was trying to um uh not argue but mm. bargain with a toddler mm-hmm. like because mm. they take everything very literally. Mm. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't really care about the cartel, but those little story moments I mm. thought were really powerful. Yeah, this, this was this was good. Yeah, it looks great. Also, huh? Len, I'm not sure if the other guys would know this. I'm showing you the last two. Pa- Does that look like Mar- MD Bright to you, Mark Bright? A little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. What's the next X book? X Force number six by Benjamin Percy and Steven Segovia. Deadly choices carry deadly consequences. First, Domino and Forge have to pick up the pieces as the team faces a major setback. Then, Beast takes matters into his own hands when a piece of new technology threatens the safety of the nation. And yo, uh, I was concerned about Beast in this issue. And I thought, is this Dark Beast? Like, is this actually regular peace-loving Beast? Because he's... Right. Because Dark Beast could just, like... Kind of bleach his hair and yeah, dye it a lighter yeah. blue, and just no one would know. Mm-hmm. You know. Remind- now I'm light beast. Yes. He's, nah. he's the just- fact that you call yourself light beast makes <laughs> yeah. me wonder. I'm ombre beast. He's- ombre beast. He's just a he's just a shitty version of Hank from the future, right? No, he's from the um, Age of Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dark beast. Dark yes. beast. Is. Okay. Yeah. 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 But in the, it, I don't know, can it even be let in the Hoxpox kind of universe because they've re done everything uh, like what does the age of apocalypse yeah. actually mean alternate reality this? well he yeah. traveled over into and uh, this reality but which reality he traveled over into is up in the air i guess a cold bastard mm. yeah be, but surprisingly so i mean he's not usually like that right you know no, th- he's, okay. oh, thank yeah, you. yeah. I, was, I was like do i not know who beast is am i wrong no, no he's a very kids com- who are <laughs> 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 old man yells at cloud um <laughs> no he's usually i think very compassionate yeah he's compassionate, yeah, yeah but he's also really calculating like he's he's a he man can of do science. what's got to get yeah. done it's yeah. true i mean and, and then this in this issue specifically they're faced with the idea of so at, it, during hawksbox they were able to and an omega level threat uh, of the omega mm. sentinel being created right mm-hmm. now they're faced with the idea of an organic version or a plant-based version of right. an omega level threat like right. the omega sentinel so i mean the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few kind mm-hmm. of a thing like mm. he he goes cold and calculating i don't mm. know if it's like full mustache twirly but he, right. it's i mean they make a case for his choices mm. I mean, uh, it, it follows the theme of, I think, we've had since Hoxpox started, which is this really dark version of Professor Xavier and other characters true. like that. And, well, kind of a moving towards uh, uh, equilibrium between the villains and the heroes. Like, yeah. the villains are not as bad as they were. They're willing mm-hmm. to put aside their more destructive tendencies and, like, live on Krakoa mm-hmm. in, in harmony. And then we see a lot of heroes doing things that are unusual for them. Jean Grey is no <laughs> ray of light and happiness yeah. in this one either. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I think she just murders some, some people, right? No, no, she's the one who says, um, whatever happened to kill no human. Yeah, but she does it. 
like well, and yeah, then and then yeah. and then Hank is like, "Oh, you did the right thing." And she's like, "Don't patronize me." Oh, it was, yeah. it's actually don't quote, fucking, don't fucking patronize true. me. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it was obscured by these characters. So I can't couldn't tell exactly what they were saying. Ad yeah, symbol. But but the um the end of this is actually really interesting. It's really gross and awesome. Yes, it's gross. Yeah. The the what melting the melting the... Bo- so oh, so yeah. Beast decides to make a um uh a global leader's son who is secretly a um, terrorist, mm-hmm. uh, brain dead, mm-hmm. so they can say, you know, it's going to be okay and you should sign our treaty and Krakoa yeah, yeah. forever. Uh, but really the dude melts and then becomes essentially yeah. the be- the beginning of a plant-based Omega Sentinel. Yeah. Yeah, like much more cohesive than the previous... Um, you know, like mm-hmm. much more. Uh, looks like in control. Yeah, and it's and it's very body horror. It's very mm-hmm. gross. There's mm-hmm. there's like some John Carpenter ickiness in this bitch. And Beast, by acting wrongly, has brought yeah. upon himself the yeah. very thing that he tried to avoid. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> even 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 this dialogue just doesn't sound like Beast, though. That's yeah. why I'm its conductor because I'm always five moves ahead of everyone else because I'm never wrong. Yeah, it's like um, all right, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. it, so did that Where's throw you stu- off? Uh, not throw you. I know it threw you off. You actually said that. Does that turn you off? I don't like of this that book. I don't like this version of the beast. Hmm. Is that gonna? But is that gonna turn you off? Oh book, no, no, yeah, oh, yeah. oh no! I'm loving it. I think this book's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm curious to see what this hubris is going to bring about. You know, because the mm. the way he's talking, the monologuing through this whole thing is like a supervillain. I mean, he says I'm five steps ahead, while we see that he is not five yeah, steps yeah. ahead. So I like, I don't think it's all going to go well. well. Like, are they doing what they did with? Um, so like for a really long period of time, they had no idea what to do with Scott Summers, so they just slowly made him a bad guy. Yeah, mm. it's like that. Like, well, we don't really know what to do with Beast anymore. Other like, he already crossed the line by breaking the timeline. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's just make them well, a bastard. Marvel yeah. has did that like systematically and may still be doing that with all of their main heroes. Like mm-hmm. Cyclops, I think, was just maybe one of the later ones. You know, I mean Peter Parker <laughs> Doc Ock becomes Spider Man. Oh, yeah, Tony was... Stark was, you know, Reed Richards was behind uh the what was going on with, with Civil War, Tony Stark and Reed Richards mm-hmm. were on, you know, that side. They had World War Hulk. Yeah. Doctor Strange took on some evil powers at one point. It's kind of one of their things, one of their go-to moves. I think they found that it was Civil War was very popular, mm-hmm. and the idea of, you know, like, somebody having these powers but going bad was very popular, and they were going like, we're going to do it over and over again. Um, Professor X became more and more of a jerk over the years. You know, he and Reed he Richards used to be it, nice guys. He was, he was you always know? a jerk. I don't think they were. No, but they like, started to lean into it. They yeah, lean, yeah. They real hard into it. He wasn't always a jerk. He was always, like, above it all. Yeah, you know, but. yeah. But it started to be like, what if he was manipulating everybody? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so, I, I mean, and yeah. I like those explorations. Yeah. For the most part. It can be. Yeah. can be interesting. Yeah, I guess it depends. It did, you know, it some work out better than others. It didn't all yeah, happen yeah. at once. No, no. So like was, I said, it was systematic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, the cover of the book, it feels like old school beast. He's we've reading got, a book. He does. Yeah. Got, it's the fake out. <laughs> yeah, he's doing. It's the fake out. He's. Uh, punching and kicking a bunch of guys while reading a book with his yeah. glasses on. I, mm-hmm. My favorite part of this cover, though, is the very, very tiny parental advisor. Where is it? Or it's on the digital. Yeah, it's not on know, the. It's right there. Parental yeah. horizon. It's not. Oh, you know what? Because the, the digital, digital doesn't have the barcode. barcode it's, right. It's tiny right here. Parental <laughs> advisor. Now, why is this different? You think, Noel? Then, because you've said you don't care about war. continuity oh, yeah. of events, but you do care about character continuity. So why is it different here? Just because uh, it's a more for, interesting transition. For Beast? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't have the same reaction that Trini did. Oh, I, I, see. I didn't think that it was 
Oh, okay. So, because uh, like the the whole at the onset, this whole team is black ops. Sure. So it's not like we're not all Boy Scouts going in. Yeah. Some of the choices surprised me, but hmm. I, I kind of, I just, I just it accepted where they were coming from. Yeah, I guess I it's guess, just surprising yeah. he I, and Jean Grey would be on that team. We're I, thinking of Stars and Garters, oh my, X Men animated Garters. series yeah. beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, the yeah. fact yeah. that he's on this team, yeah. leading this team, yeah, feels yeah. weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that far. Mm, yeah. Interesting. I don't have that much of a, a relationship with with Peter. Oh, see, he was always one of my favorite X Men. He was one know? of my favorite yeah. in the cartoons and stuff, but it was not sure. like a oh, he's on the team. I'm gonna read that book. All right. No, no, not for me. Me either. You know what it is? It's Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's Kelsey Grammer to me. And so like this dark, manipulative Kelsey Grammer just feels weird. Like where's yeah. your, your, your It's like Kelsey Grammer from Thirty Rock in yeah. some ways. What's that? Like Kelsey Grammer from Thirty Rock. Oh, I don't is a little Oh, he plays him a version of himself uh-huh. that is like a piece you know, of shit? a cold bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he play a piece of shit? What was that show? I don't know if you I mean, y'all saw it. he was a he was the, like the mayor. Of a city, huh. but he was really like uh, a bastard as well. Oh, um, I don't know. I think it was Boss. Uh, boss, yeah. Oh, I've, I've never, never heard of it. It was on Stars. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't a bad show. It wasn't a bad show. <laughs> it was on Stars and Garters. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. You're welcome, JD. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Show's over. We did it. We got all we need out of this. Fade to Black. Brian directed <laughs> here by Brian. X-Men number five by John Hickman and R.B. Silva. The X-Men, the most powerful heroes on the planet, deal with an old nemesis's surprising return. This So issue one of X-Men had a cold open of them taking down an Orcus facility. Okay. And then one of that girl that was like in negative space looking the the black child of the vault escaped and mm. you never heard about it so now four issues later yeah it does sound kind of familiar yeah <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> literally where this came right. from like the four they're picking up a thread from four issues ago yeah oh serafina serafina yeah, is her name and they've tracked her to ecuador so this is oh. this oh, is yeah, legitimately a, cool a continuation of hawk's box yeah see that's the thing is that i i found myself thinking when i was reading this like None of these books seemed to be like a continuation of that or mm-hmm. like even come from that too much other than that Krakoa existed. And all the other ones, it doesn't really, I don't think about it. But this one I do. This is like the main X-Men book yeah. written by Jonathan Aikman who wrote the other one and all that stuff. And so it seemed odd that they weren't dealing with that story. Yeah, I, it took yeah. me a little bit to get acclimated to the fact that it was like, oh, okay, this is a big event. And then we're going to pump the brakes and yeah. do like, oh, here's little stories in yeah. this new world that I've created for you yeah. guys. Yeah. And then eventually we'll sow the seeds. Kind of like Rebirth. We had a big yeah. Rebirth event. Yeah. And one shot. And then here's all of the DC Universe in Rebirth. And mm-hmm. then every so often we'll drop in the button. And yeah, then we'll yeah. get to Doomsday yeah, yeah. Clock. So yeah, at first I was expecting this... everything to not dovetail. Uh, What's the opposite? Like the other way. Like focus oh, it is even more. Yeah, yeah like it directly. Comes out and then comes back in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, well, at least we're not waiting as long as we did in Rebirth. Because I think the button didn't come until like two years later. Yeah, yeah. Rebirth and was <laughs> like, I thought things were going to move but, a lot faster but with you, the Rebirth. You said, true. You, like, um, I, would, I, would, I would push back. Like you said, um, uh, these aren't continuations. In hindsight, hmm. they are all like heavy continuations because every single one of them has every single one of these series has touched on a very big focal point of Hawksbox. Hmm. Um the the X Force one has has touched on really hard has touched on the rules of the hmm. land, hmm. Uh, kill no human and hmm. uh, the um other thing. Uh the Marauders has really touched on the the Quiet Council and um 
the the, the drug trade and the gates yeah. and just yeah. their interaction the, with like, the outside all world. Of them, all of them are like yeah. hitting up this big tapestry. The only one that feels like an outlier is Excalibur. That's the, the only magic. One that, it's yeah. it's the magic world. over there. But yeah. that wasn't touched on in Hawksbox at all. True. So it's 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 color commentary. It's filling in gaps. But mm. if it didn't exist, I wouldn't know. I think the main care. thing from Hawksbox, though, that I felt was like the main aspect of that story is not. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it's, a, you know, the whole uh, multiple timelines, multiple realities. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like the problem. I mean, I guess. The problem in that was the Omega Sentinel, which eventually becomes this other thing. Mm-hmm. But we're so early in its mm-hmm. development that it doesn't feel like it's dealing with that story. But now we're learning that, like, manipulating with that timeline, so to speak, it's true. It, like, things still kind of occur because in X Force, it's happening on a different way with the Omega level. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The plant yeah. ones. Even if you fuck yeah. with it, it's still. It's, like, things ev- are still. It's going. an eventuality. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is like they gotta merge with them. They gotta all merge together. Bigger, you know, like, stop with this if, fighting. If yeah, I was right? just yeah. reading, if I was just reading X Men proper, I would think that like, well, they're not touching fucking anything. Hmm. But now, since we've like all kind of committed to reading the first arcs of all of these, right? Yeah. You can kind of see it in a. Hmm. I I really hmm. gotta the fucking art in this book is so good. Oh, okay, it's good. So, I was, uh, yeah, so it's really good. good. I I enjoy the art for most of these books, but it really like when I open anything with R B Silva. Uh, it's just it's so it's light years beyond I think what hmm. some of the other books are doing art wise. It's just his, so I love nice. His Wolverine. Um, is I she? Like his Wolverine too. Yeah. yeah. The, I like this uh, transition. Reading it digitally, if you go on the page when this this woman, this kind of negative woman, goes into the vault mm-hmm. and she's standing there in this mostly black with this light thing, and then you switch yeah, the Serafina. page. Yeah, yeah, Serafina. Um, she is exactly the same. Everything else changes around her, uh, and it's a very cool transition, you know, artistically. Yeah. So, uh, like, uh, people that aren't following along, the, the idea of these children mm-hmm. of the vault are, um, they are humans that are um, artificially evolving themselves with technology. Yeah. So it's these five... Well, they're in a sped-up timeline. Yeah. Like, they're... I guess they're... In a time uh, bubble of sorts. Yeah. So if you remember yeah, yeah, yeah. back in New... New X Men by Grant Morrison. He created a thing called the World, mm-hmm. um, which I think I think um, Phantom X. Phantom X had a lot yeah. to do with. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that where he came came from? Maybe right. I believe yeah. so, or, or at least like lived there or something. Okay, right. um, and so that was basically a, a, a construct that mm-hmm. when you went inside, time worked very differently, and it would uh, it would accelerate evolution. your evolution. Um, and so this is a similar thing to that, except. Instead of regular evolution, it's it's integrating technology into it, right? Yeah. So, so Cyclops sends a team in. Hmm. Yeah. And they're supposed to be able to get out right away or try to get out right away. Which well, right away know. for us. They yeah. know that it's going to be a long time. And one of that team is Darwin, who I have always uh, thought was yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Like He's got a cool power set, and Peter David created mm-hmm. and introduced him and always wrote him in a fun way. So I was like, oh, sweet, Darwin. Yeah. Wait, Peter David created him? I'm pretty sure. In... Ed Brubaker created him. I think it was because he showed up in Deadly Genesis. Oh, you know and what? Then he showed up in. You're right. X-Factor. Yeah, he did. He just he showed up in X Factor and had been gone for yeah. a while. Peter David did okay. not create him. Yeah. Um, I only know him from First Class, the movie. He he was. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Which didn't make any sense to me, because well, his whole thing is to adapt to things that he's unkillable because he yeah. adapts so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that you can't kill him, and then someone kills him by just. Hitting him with a blast that, like, well, no, I guess I, made he, he couldn't adapt quick enough, and then it eventually killed him. And I'm like, that's a, that's, yeah. that's literally your power. Yeah. And then they just 
overloaded it. I mean, I don't think they should have uh, killed him, but it was, yeah. it was Sebastian Shaw's kinetic manipulation, so he can absorb everything and then... Yeah. Whatever. For the comics, he's fine. Yeah. And that power um, works. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> he's been dead forever. He's back. Was he's, he dead? He's, he's resurrected, yeah. Oh, well, uh, whatever. He's back. <laughs> uh, either way, they, uh, like you find out at the end of this issue that they've been inside the vault for... time. Like, the time for them would be... Months. Many, well, the time outside, months. The time inside was 537 years. Yeah. And they change. estimate. Yeah. They're not even sure about that. Yeah, and some change. And some change. <laughs> so, ex, uh, New Wolverine slash X-23. Yeah. Um, Darwin and Sink, who can mimic powers. So, he's just like, so two Darwins yeah. and X-23 are inside this vault, and they've been in there for over 500 years. And it's specifically created to, you know, Accelerate evolution based off of technology. So, mm-hmm. what the fuck are they going to be like when they come out? Indeed. Yeah. 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 Yes. Cool. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I was very happy to see X23. There's a nice little scene in here that I actually took a screenshot of because I was very excited. Um, I thought that Laura becoming all new Wolverine was awesome. Mm. That book was great. I think it was mm. Tom Taylor. Yep. And it, uh, love, great book. Hilarious book. Introduced to Honey Badger. Good stuff. <laughs> and then when Wolverine, they decided Wolverine was just going to come back, that her. Issue designation, her series designation would go back to X-23, and I thought that was a step backward mm. for the character. Mm. Um, so the fact that she corrects somebody who's calling her X-23, she goes, actually, I'm Wolverine. Mm. And then even Wolverine goes, good on you, kid. Mm. You know, I thought like, that there was a nice There could be more than one Wolverine. Yeah. There's more than one person nice named Rupert. Moment. Like, why not? Why not so, more than one Wolverine? Yeah. Rupert was the was the that was the example that you threw out there. It obvi- obviously, it was. Rupert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There I shouldn't be. Any, I, th- but I thought you were going to be like, "There's more than one Green Lantern," because that's like a one for one nope. kind of scenario. No, uh, there's more than one Rupert. Yeah, yeah. I was going for the I real world. Are out there. You know, the real world thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or even Green Arrow, because Green Lantern, it makes sense that there would be more than one, because that's like I'm a Green Lantern, I'm part of this core. But Green Arrow is just like Connor Hawks. Does like, this, does this count as a as throwing you off? Or no, no, a, it's great. Side, I'm in. Because what was it last week? <laughs> it was just like, I love how they uh, just talk about dumb shit. Oh, see, what you're doing now is. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah okay. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> yeah. done it. You've succeeded. Great. Um, I was talking about Green Arrow. You're doing good. Remember, <laughs> remember that time we got that email that one time? Yeah. <laughs> and how we reacted. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Let's do Justice League number 39. Here we go. Uh, by Scott Snyder, Jorge Jimenez, <laughs> Daniel Semper, and Juan Albaran. In the wake of the Justice Do More. The Justice League finds themselves stranded at the far end of the universe and facing a challenge they've never faced before. But what will they find on their journey? Has their battle with Perpetua had consequences reaching farther across the cosmos than they ever imagined? Maybe. Superstar scribe Scott Snyder says farewell to the Justice League with a special story that winds down both all the things he started in issue number one and nods toward everything that comes next. In the DC universe, so you guys—does it make that claim? It it just did. <laughs> it did. It just did. All right. This is number thirty-nine, the last issue of Scott Snyder's run that started in um, with the Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, it feels like fourteen years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've raised a child. He's moved out. Uh, I know. Okay. So he left at fourteen. So the, he's the, very advanced. Okay. The chronology. The chronology. I sent him into uh, the X Men. Oh, that was a good yeah. idea. The yeah. chronology <laughs> of it is after after Metal. Yeah. Um. He did not jump on right away. They did the uh, No Justice miniseries. Oh, Jesus where Christ. Right. I forgot that, about that. The, where yeah. the end oh. of that, the source wall cracked. Yeah. And I thought then, it was cranked at the end of Dark Knight's Metal. It was blown up. Wasn't all right, it? sorry. They're dealing with the, right. the crack oh, right, right, for right. No Justice. Yeah. And then at the end of that, yeah. 
something comes out of the wall, which ends up being this totality, which is where this series jumps off. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And uh, Noel has been keeping us abreast of what's been happening with the series, and me and Brian go, oh my God, that sounds so cool. Yeah, like Earth, all the, all Earth the words Kingdom you're Come saying. Superman is in there. Yeah. The Justice Society. Oh, it sounds great. I like all the yeah. things you're saying. It sounds great. But I haven't read it until yeah, this I, issue. I've, I've caught up, and uh, I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, man, we're really ramping up. All these big, crazy ideas are happening. And I don't know what Noel's talking about. Like, there's some crazy stuff, but I don't feel like I've really lost the thread here. Yeah. Um, and then 39 happened. I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to get to the, they're going to win. And they're, what are they going to do? How are they going to get out of this mess? They fucking don't. And right. the end of it is uh, stay tuned for another series where stuff takes no, place. No, it's worse than that. It's worse Jesus. Than that. It's worse than that. Right. They lose. Yeah. Everything is lost and yeah. it's done. Perpetual yeah. wins. They are shunted off to the moon yeah. with no powers. And by they, I mean the the, mm. the main seven. Wait, yeah. actually, can I interject about oh, come on. the what? way that it ends? <laughs> that not only do they lose, all of existence chooses against them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah like, that's true. Yeah. They didn't lose a fight. Yeah, they the, offered they hope lost. and the universe was like, which, no. Nah. Which, actually, <laughs> which, which, yeah. which dates all the way back to No Justice. The idea that... Mm. Um, these four big s- celestial creatures hmm. um, wanted to feed off planets that um, were overabundant in a certain emotion, and Earth was entropy. Yeah. The fact that we're mm. all just like fucking mm. wet noodles, mm. and we'll we'll be <laughs> is that entropy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the wet noodling of the universe. We'll, 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 we'll all move towards chaos more than anything else, and yeah. just make wrong decisions because we're all shit. Wet noodles yeah. are chaos to yeah. you. All right, I, mean, I like I mean, this. have you ever dropped a, bo- a bowl of wet chaos. noodles? It's, just it's chaos. chaos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. know where they're going to land? Sure. You do not. <laughs> Go on. Anyway. <laughs> so so this idea that, the you know, when faced with a big decision of are you going to hope or are you going to fail, uh-huh. uh, all of Earth is just like, nah, hope is too yeah. hard. Fuck y'all. I'm sticking it out yeah. for myself. Yeah. They all die. Everything sucks. The world is over. And the seven are sent to the moon. And all all is over. But then... The quintessence shows up. The the five gods of oh the quintessence yeah who who I've always thought were cool. It's a cool group. So it's you know under the quintessence stranger we got Shazam we got yeah high father yeah the stranger perfect stranger the perfect stranger perfect stranger well Balky Bartakamus well don't be ridiculous we're starting in the universe blah 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 Spectre yeah. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, hey, you guys lost. The world's over. But maybe you didn't. Walk through this door and everything matters, but nothing matters. Hmm. Also, so I essentially think she started. The- Perpetua started a new year. I see, I don't know. They're all there when Jean, like, coalesces. I don't know. That part confuses me as well. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is confusing because yeah. nothing matters. The, hmm. the whole end of this conflict is you lost. Here's a reset button. So the journey you went on for almost 40 issues, the climax is, eh, don't worry about it. Read the next thing. Now, Which I liked so the- Which is so fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah. The, if there was another issue after this, I think this would be real cool. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I like the whole, they're, they're there in these like black suits, completely devoid of, you know, the kind of identity that they had before. They're these almost formless, you know- um, and like, there's a lot of cool uh, stuff happening, but I like that very cosmic, abstract kind of thing. And then, you know, and they talk, they reference the other major stories oh, yeah. that have happened uh, I, I, recently, and you know, the whole idea of like this 
meta kind of thing. You know, it's similar to Doomsday Clock, but I thought Doomsday Clock did it really well. Yeah. And then this one ends in, I think, what is supposed to be a on to the next one kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, ex- except the just, problem is, is yeah. that the next one is a completely different creative team, yeah. and we're just going to go back to, I'm assuming, we're going to go back to, here's the Justice League on an adventure. Right, and because this is implied like it's the start of a new universe. If this was a, if this was off on its own as a... And a new a number one was or something. coming next month of like, here's the new DC universe or something. Yeah, then you know, then I'm not saying I want that to be. I, the case, no, there's no. A, there's, <laughs> a part of me, there's a part of me that feels um, that as a storyteller, and I don't mean like me, I just in general, as a storyteller, you, it's it's almost irresponsible to make the end of your journey the fact that the journey doesn't matter and or you undercut it severely. Yeah. It's just it. It feels not like a cop out. It feels unearned. It feels um, wasted. It just it feels empty. If this, this so you, you mentioned like they they do a, a supercut of a bunch of the other events. The idea that all of these things really did happen. Maybe they didn't happen here. Maybe they happened parallel of you and through this door. They all matter. If that at all, in any way or fucking shape was seated in any of the other 39 <laughs> goddamn issues, right. it would feel as though this was meaning something. Yeah. But no, they lost the thread completely. Like, you lost the story that's been being told for 39 issues. Oh, but wait. We're going to have interv- or divine intervention right now for the <laughs> first time. Deus Ex Machina? This is awful. Yeah. This bothers me so hard. And I will read the next thing. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Whatever comes next, yeah. I'll read it. Because well, I'm going to perpetually be searching for a reason. Well, like... JD was saying earlier the the next page, which uh, you know the, is an ad, says next Justice League number forty and Hail Arisen. What does it say here? Don't miss the finale to the epic war between. Oh, that's not between really the Batman good. who laughs and Lex Luthor. Yeah, and then right get, get ready, ready for, for the encore. encore. That's is it's, that an encore? Right. Isn't an encore a thing that happens after something is already over? Yeah, so this yeah. is over, but it's, the, get ready for the finale. I would hope, right? Because we haven't had a finale yet. Essentially, it's Dark Knight's Metal Two. Yeah. Now, yeah. to be fair, the the, the, the image of yeah. Wonder Woman <laughs> wielding a chainsaw and the pull cord is her lasso. Oh, I didn't notice. Uh, that I kind of like that. It's and fun. it's also this weird looking chainsaw. Yeah. This is not a regular so chainsaw. I, I'm actually like this page made me excited. It made me want to go back and read DC Metal. Mm. I know. I know it's yeah. not. My memory of it is not great, hmm. but I want to reread it to kind of like hmm. pick up the thread again because this series itself has just led such a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to Scott Snyder telling big stories. You know, he did a similar thing in Dark Knight's Metal. There was one where I was issue four or five and I started reading it and I was like, did I miss an issue? Yeah. And it, there was, you know, it was just like uh, Batman and uh, Detective Chimp and where they were returning from somewhere, some other realities or whatever. And I kind of wonder if that is part of how he writes cosmic stories sometimes you know batman his writing on batman is very different from this and maybe sometimes he hints at ideas that uh are not coming across in in In, my mind in the case of in the case of metal there was one or two fill-ins in the middle that filled in gaps that weren't in the main series Uh so there was like that wild hunt issue by morrison yeah which was a complete issue about where Batman actually wi- is uh, in his head when right. he's stuck in wherever hell he was in. Hmm. So when they in the next issue of Metal when they free him, there's a bunch of references to what the fuck he ah. just read. Hmm. Same with the you know the Detective Chimp 
little side story. That was in another issue of something else. Gotcha. So, so I kind of did miss it. You did straight up miss it. All right. It. If <laughs> yeah. they ever collect that into it's something that's problem. like cohesive, right, it would right. probably be a better, a better series. Okay. But yeah. You and I have been talking about omnibuses recent, recently, and I keep there's there's a little part of me that goes maybe when there's a nice big omnibus of yeah. all of the Dark Knights metal stuff that yeah. Scott Snyder's DC omnibus, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe two of them. Yeah. And maybe that'll be the way to enjoy this book. But then I think of all the all of the shit, <laughs> all of the ninety different plot threads mm. that are in Justice League one through thirty nine, mm. and then going, that's so it's so much. There is a part of me. It's a turnoff. There is a part of me that feels maybe I would have enjoyed this whole thing better if it was all in one sitting, oh. or if it was mm. all in one piece, as opposed mm. to monthly or bi monthly dripping out these like mm. tiny plot threads with mm. no. Like no real connection. Yeah. Well, I can speak to that because I've read his run on Justice League for the most part in trades. I'm not caught up on trades, but I I've been buying them, and now having read the end as homework Sorry. for the show. No, I'm <laughs> doing my job. Um, I feel like I have wasted my money <laughs> because even as a trade, while they look great. The art is fantastic. For the most part, they've been drawn by Jorge Jimmy H Chung and Jorge yeah. Jimenez. Yeah, it's, it's been a premier book. It's yeah. beautiful. It's, it's beautiful work. But sometimes, I think, like you said, B, you're you read it, and I think Scott maybe misses. You know, he's he's throwing so many ideas out there. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot this one is hanging up here. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I think like his kids come running in their room and like <laughs> or something like that. You know. Um, so even as a single trade it, it's like the worst kind of trade because it's not a full story yeah mm. there's still more to come so with me i'm like like you jd i'm like um you know what i probably should have just bought this as omnibus when it eventually comes out but now i'm on a trade run so let me just mm. buy the trades and it's like this is really a big disappointment. This is a big fuck you. This this it number thirty nine is a big fuck you. <laughs> it was it was uncomfortable feeling yeah. like oh there's there must be something there must be another page <laughs> yeah. or two. Exactly. You know like right. What did I, so I read this. I read this. Um, I I had the flu this past week. I, I read this um, coming out of it, and I didn't know if it was me, but I got to the last page, the like the the preview of of metal two. And I think I messaged it to all you guys and just said, prepare your butts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. because you're either going to enjoy this or just feel fucked. You yeah. said, you were like, the end of 39, what was that? And then JD's like, yeah, what was that? And I'm like, how bad could it? Let, yeah. oh, come on, guys. <laughs> come on, Let guys. me read this. Yeah. And then I get Relax. to the end and I'm like, this is the last page? What was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like uh, Jimenez, who draws seven, uh, 11 pages of this 11, book. The first 11 pages of the book. I I'm feel so like he, he was drawing... And then skip to the end and said, "Yo, Scott, <laughs> is this really what we're doing? I'm out. Yeah, deuces, dog. Like, I'm going. Wouldn't it make sense if there was a different artist? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hand hurts. Now let me ask this: We're all uncomfortable, right? We all just agreed the ending of this was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Is it possible? Yeah. That that is a good thing because we are engaged enough to be like, what? What's what? This is the end. This can't be the end. How to? Like, it's engaging us as readers, right? We all expected issue 39 to be like, all right, this will be the end of the series. Mm. This will be the wrap of a, the culmination of all of this storyline. And then it wasn't. Right. And so in a way that's turning the storytelling on its head of like, but no, there's more. Wait, this, how do you, 
Am, am I? Uh, I what do you think? I think it's not untrue, but it's a real divisive way to get to get your point across. Also, it um, like I don't I don't have any problem with the idea of like the ideas presented mm-hmm. of oh it's all different stories onto the next story all that mm-hmm. stuff that's all good like the quintessence showing up great would i you know i'm reacting like i didn't think it was i didn't think it was wrapped up in a way that yeah. that pleased me you know it wasn't resolved and now maybe i'm still thinking about it because it yeah. wasn't Full, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a fulfilled story, yeah. not because I'm reflecting upon this story yeah. that it, now I only read this issue too, yeah. but you know, uh, when you keep thinking about a story that you really liked, that's because it's a whole tale, yeah, and yeah. you liked it, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it reminds me of Absolute Carnage. So, spoilers mm. for Absolute Carnage. Uh, the series ended. The the big event ended with Nola's awake. There's going to be another series. Oh, yeah. so this, would, is, this is all to propel you into another car- Absolute Carnage series. See, I would fight back on that. That. <laughs> that, that. That's not how the, that's how it ended in one aspect, but it actually, the climax of that series was they defeated Carnage. Mm-hmm. And there were consequences for that. We'll handle those later. But when it comes to this five-issue story, mm-hmm. it was concluded. Yeah. They defeated Carnage, and that's that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I, there was at least some well, sort I mean, of resolution. Well, I mean, isn't the resolution to this, we lost? We lost, but then we're going to yeah. introduce like, this thing that we of, never talked about for the last 39 issues right. to say that, oh, by the way, mm. this other thing, all these other pieces of continuity that happened outside of this book also matter. We're going to walk through a door. And to, yeah, to, it was just, it feels fake. And to what you're saying, no, in Absolute Carnage, when you do get that defeat of Carnage, it feels like a defeat. It feels, it feels like, you know, mm. all right, this is the end of this story. And then you've got like a little epilogue after, more yeah, or less. Yeah, that, that epilogue of the... This, yeah. like... When they lose, you don't feel the loss because you're turning to the next page. It's right. Literally, like, it's just uh, the lead into the next page. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, you know similarly, this, oh, I'm sorry. A lot of Len, we watch Crisis on Infinite Earths together, and there is a scene in uh, the, the, one of the episodes where I think um, the Anti Monitor and the Monitor are fighting each other. No, no, it's 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 a him and Spectre. Him and Spectre mm. are fighting each other far away from our main characters mm-hmm. who are down here, and they all go, "Let's." pinpoint focus all of our energies <laughs> and so they all turn and they stare real hard uh and visually as a as a television not right, great not right. great uh just listen guys if you could you just look up there just uh, yeah. what we're gonna need to do in this scene is you're gonna look up there real they did hard, have a page of the book then, of destiny and i think that's how yeah, that was happening yeah. but it wasn't shown let's much. look yeah. just look real hard it'll yeah, be fine yeah, it's yeah. gonna look great you guys we'll, we'll fix it in post and so um, <laughs> i feel like a lot of this issue is look real hard we mm-hmm. want to we want to convince all the people of earth Hmm. That that it's worth hope is great, hmm. and it just it felt a little bit like that, like a yeah. comic book representation of that. Like it's way more interactive than that, or like engaging than right. seeing yeah. the main character staring. But thematically, it felt very similar. <laughs> I feel you. We don't we don't see what happens to or to the rest of the world either. No, we don't. I think they just they lose and the universe is restarted. Now that like you were saying, JD, that that is interesting. You know, happens. like they lost, yeah, and that is a resolution of the story, and. If we only had, if this was like a, like an, uh, whatever, special thing put out by DC and part of a larger anthology, and it started with Martian Manhunter congealing, and it was only that, that part of the story that was, um, you know, them on the moon and all that stuff, I would, I think I would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't the end of, of something else, mm-hmm. or if it was just like, here's a little rumination on, on DC and stories in general, um, 
Yeah, I think. I think th- yeah. even and this is it's kind of I don't know I don't know how I feel about this, but even if it was like here was Dark Knight's metal, and then coming out of Dark Knight's metal is DKN Justice League, mm. and not the main Justice League book, mm-hmm. where like. We're going to continue Dark Knight's Metal in Justice League, and then we're going to stop it, and then we're going to start a new Justice League story that's not connected to this. Come see us in this other event book that hasn't happened yet. Hmm. It's just the way it's jumping from book to book hmm. feels And we still don't know what that jump is, like what, yeah. will, what yeah. will happen. It's funny. Yeah. You, just, you, you mentioned previously, too, like you like the idea of like, oh, this, this showing that these um, stories over here and over here matter, and this idea of this larger cosmic reset sound really cool. Yeah, it always sounds cool mm. on paper, or mm. when you're just describing like the oh, the yeah. broad strokes of it. Right. But the execution of this it's all about is that. so empty. Like the quintessence is there, and that is awesome. But it, it's but the, exactly like you've been saying for 38 mother effing issues. That's what I mean. It's never like, shown up and yeah. or been mentioned. Yeah. This is this is. As Deus Ex Machina as it gets in, in some the of them last are two gods. pages, the <laughs> last two, the last three pages of your thirty-nine issue run is. Oh, <laughs> by the way, yeah, yeah, like, what? forgot <laughs> to mention this. Yeah, yeah, and and it, like we were talking about this offline and mentioning little things like, oh, Martian Manhunter, this. I had to think about it. Like, oh, by the way, that's right. He's actually inhabiting the body of his potential son with right. Shayna that they found out about in the sixth dimension. Uh, Manipulation. Shayna, the Shaira. Sorry, Sh- um, was that Hawk? Is that Shaira or Ken? I don't give a shit. All right, she's got wings. Her, she's from Thanagar, maybe. They had All a right. baby named Shane. Yeah. In a other timeline, and they brought that kid back from the sixth dimension. I heard about that. And that kid's body is used hmm. to rebirth. Uh, Martian so Manhunter. Man, Mash- well, he killed his own other son. He didn't kill his son. Right. His son sacrificed oh, that's himself. Right. His son sacrificed he didn't himself. murder. But he's, him. Yeah. He's, um, inhabiting the, he's inhabiting the body of his potential son from the sixth dimension. Is that is what it, it is? Yeah. So, like, where was he trapped? Was he trapped he was within trapped inside, inside Apex Lex. Luther? Yeah. And that's how Luther still has those powers. Yeah. So okay. he, so that his sense. original body. Right. Right. His original coding is still inside Lex. Sort of, maybe. because he just congealed out of nothing, and you know who knows what to do. So, like. I mean, I, I imagine they're not going to let that kid be dead. So I imagine at some point, Martian Manhunter is going to pull that little Martian kid out of well, Apex Lex. I mean, to make Lex normal again. I mean, nothing in this series matters. Nah. Because they just read, they literally walk through it the door. It all depends on what, on what comes next. You know, like yeah. how well, much of this they pick up on or not. You know, like they're all in these black jumpsuits, but then they get their costumes back. Or is this. I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, what is what is what is even the point of that? That's like, oh, we're all wearing that, black, and now our costumes come back on somehow. It's another because thing that I think is run. very cool, uh, but I, not I done in a very cool meaningful way. way. You know, walk yeah. through this door. Yeah, nothing that happened happens anymore. Mm. But or everything it happened. All happened. <laughs> but if they walk through that door and there's an Earth, yeah, that then all this stuff with Perpetua didn't happen. The mm. whole point of this was that yeah. it was a reset button. Yeah. So it doesn't so matter. Mad. That kid doesn't matter. I'm not even mad. I'm just kind of sad. Do yeah. we know who's coming? I'm not mad. I'm just next? disappointed. Uh, we do. It's Robert oh, Venditti and Doug Monkey. Hmm. I think I love me Robert some Vindidi. Monkey and Aaron Lepresti. I can't recall if I have really liked stuff. Did he do the so Green Lantern corpse story? Core? No, he did. No. It. Oh, you mean corpse? Yeah, actual corpse. The one that was so it was before all the different color lanterns things, and it was Guy Gardner was sent on an undercover mission where they couldn't know that the Green Lanterns were involved, so he swallowed this thing that gave him basically the same powers, but it was tuned to a violet color. 
but none of that, none of the other color spectrum stuff had happened yet. Um, ah. It was a cool story. Uh, yeah, it was really uh, good. He did. He he picked up Green Lantern after Jeff Johns, and I didn't like his run, so oh, okay. I fell off. Yeah. I love Every, Doug Monkey's art, though. Yeah, he's really but good. Yeah. Doug Monkey and Aaron Lepresti. Does that mean like Doug Monkey's doing one issue? I don't know. And yeah. we'll find Lepresti's out. Doing yeah. another. So because yeah, I'm uh, not a giant fan of Lepresti. Mm. Now, okay, all right. So we've we've done all of our our bitching, right? We did yeah. <laughs> that being said, yeah. Are you guys going to keep reading? Yeah, this Justice dread? League, man, come on. No, I mean, oh. not, I'm not talking about next issue's Justice League. Of course, we're going to read that because it's a new jumping on point. we got to sure. check it out. But, like, the thread of Dark Knight's Metal, this encore, quote-unquote, that's coming. Yeah, I think I mean, it could be way better. Assuming that we're not going to just read it for this podcast, right, which right, we are, right. would you do it anyway? I think I would. I read and enjoyed Dark Knight's Metal, and part of the reason is because, like, I really like event books these days. You know, I have kind of don't read as many individual books as I used to, and so... You know, you get like a big story with a variety of characters and all that stuff. And I think, you know, Scott Snyder does a miniseries pretty well. You know, it's a it's a short, condensed kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, hmm. I want to say no and okay. like wait it out. But I probably end up, I probably, well, first of all, we're going to read it for the show. So it's almost like a, a moot question. Hmm. But I made that I prob- clear. I, prob- yeah. I probably <laughs> would. I probably would. Pick it up by virtue of I didn't. Uh, I love Greg Capullo's art, and I don't remember truly hating metal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point, too, I'm pot committed. Yeah. Like I've read mm. metal. Mm. I read No Justice. Sure. I read 39 effing issues of this. Mm-hmm. I read The Batman Who Laughs. I read like I've read all these things. I want resolution. So yeah, yeah. I would I would read it in hopes of just like come on, mm. stick this landing in for a penny and for a pound yeah. a little bit. Also, yeah. on another level. I feel like there's part of us that kind of enjoy discussing this. Yeah, oh, definitely. So there's I, the fun I, oh, of yeah. that as well. I don't feel like this was, uh, oh. like for all of the annoyances that I had with this, like I didn't I didn't uh, not want to have read it. You know what so, I mean? It was so still the, like cool the, stuff. It was, you know. On the other side of the street, Avengers 30 came out today. Mm-hmm. Or it came out this past week also. Mm-hmm. Telling just as huge stories, but in a more mm. segmented way. And then... A new arc starts the next issue. Mm-hmm. Everybody try that with me. Like, I've been reading both of these books All right. I'm, concurrently. I can commit to that for next and week. Yeah. Like both or of them whenever. are equally as, like, big high level, mm-hmm. but they're done in such different ways. Mm. And, I like... Is Avengers still uh, Jason Aaron? It's still Jason next? Aaron. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jason Aaron and the Avengers started the same t- almost around the same time as this started. Okay. Both of them telling, like, the big... Right, right, right. Premier end of team the world, kind of thing. premier team, yeah, yeah. big ideas. Like mm. in, in Avengers, they've gone to hell, gone to space. Mm. Which um, and Avengers is more the premier team than ever. Yeah, the, so you it's, know, it's yeah. in recent years. Like it, I never cared or read. You know, it was Marvel's premier stuff was always like Fantastic Four, Spider Man, unla- X Men. Unlike you know? this, like they're 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 structuring that book in a way of we've been telling a large story for thirty issues, but we've been doing it in six and five issue mm. chunks of right, smaller right. arcs with that in the background mm-hmm. so you can jump on and mm. it's not mm-hmm. just like a fucking sprint to nowhere right <laughs> i feel like well personally if it wasn't for the alert light going up in the sky <laughs> i would not read this book this book is just mm. does not grab me at all but i'll read it for the read it for the show the alert yeah, light the, is the one that calls you to this podcast yeah yes. very good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i see it too the spoiler, yeah. Light. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert um, and we look out of our windows <laughs> in a startled and attentive yeah, way. No, yes. let's, like, like uh, this, on the show, can we commit to all together reading um, Justice League 31? Because, like, you guys should. How about 40? 
What's 31? Justice it's the League next or one. you mean Avengers? Sorry, you mean Avengers 31. Avengers 31. All right. Avengers 31. Right. Avengers 31, Justice League 40. It's the beginning of a new arc. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. What you That's have fine. to do is you have to email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com and Make request yeah. that we do it. <laughs> That's right. You got to follow the red tape. E- I have a, Emilio. I have an interesting question, though, um, and especially because of I think that most of you follow the two writers as opposed to me. Would you have believed – oh, no, let's put it this way. Which writer do you trust more, Scott Snyder or Jason Aaron? Jason, Jason Scott Aaron. Snyder. What? Definitely. Definitely. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason Aaron. Uh, Jason Aaron. Hard stop. Jason so Aaron. <laughs> here's the thing. I have not read as much. I mostly think of Scott Snyder as being New 52 Batman, Scott Snyder, mm. which was great. Mm. And I mostly think of Jason Aaron as being uh, King Thor and the God Butcher stuff and all of that, which I didn't get into, you know. Uh, and so I was kind of like, I don't got know. All, got his, all that Norse his, baggage. It's... And I think a lot about that, not about why I don't like those, because I they have all the building blocks of stuff that I will like, mm-hmm. but the way that he writes it, I've come to is like he's not writing it in a in a in what feels to me like a mythical way. That's what where, I mean. You've got all that Norse baggage. Yeah, but not because of stuff that we've discussed on the show. Like, oh, he wouldn't name his kids this or no, whatever. No, no, it's I mean, like, I yeah. mean, you have a very specific idea as to how. No, and those I'm I'm saying no. That's not it. That's not it at all. Like oh, I, because I don't mind. So it's like not this, that you're a god. What's, uh, it's not that. <laughs> um, it's not just that. Yeah, <laughs> not that alone. The uh, no, I mean like like we got a Thor coming up that will. I think I'm doing a thunder round on Thor, and and I like that a lot. And there's no, you know, there's no like they don't adhere to Norse stuff. It's just something about the way that he writes these stories. Like the God Butcher never felt. Like right. he was, I don't know. Like I said, okay. thought a lot All about right. it. Challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I read Lucifer. You're, we're gonna find something, Jason Aaron, that's just like Scalix. So here's the other thing. I feel like I have. No. I feel like I have read Jason Aaron stuff that I've liked because I went in being like, oh, cool, this guy. I just can't remember what it was. Did he write Hulk ever? Uh, he he did, did for like t- eleven. The issues. Indestructible Hulk was that him? No, huh. that was that was, that was Wade. Mark Wade. Shoot, he did he did Hulk with Aaron Silvestri or. Yeah. Because Sylvester for like a that stuff second. aside, like I do think he's a really good writer. I just can't remember what I've read of his that I've Ghost really Rider, liked. Wolverine, um, yeah. I don't remember. Um, but anyway, yeah, good question. Star Wars. Yeah. he's wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to Thunder Round. Brian's up first. He's going to do Thor number two by Donny Cates and Nick Klein. Brian, you've got shut up. I can't no. do it. My throat hurts. Good. <laughs> Sixty seconds on the clock. Everybody wins. Go. Uh, so I enjoyed this issue. I really like. I like Thor. Um, I like Galactus, and I always love that kind of thing where you know uh, one character is in, involved with another. Thor becomes the herald of Galactus. It's mm-hmm. interesting, you know, in an unexpected way. Um, I a surprise cameo by some people very like the DC universe. That was cool. Even the hand grasping mm-hmm. the galaxy, right? Um, I thought it was a bit odd that Thor has agreed to go and take Galactus to these planets, and he's like, "But wait, you can't kill anybody first. And Galactus is like, "Nah, I gotta eat these. I gotta eat them." Like, did you not? <laughs> did you not sort this out ahead of time? Because it seemed like you did, and yet here you are at the planet having this disagreement again. Right. Um, because he's like, oh, "Surely you'll be good with just four planets." Galactus is like, "No, all five. <laughs> like that's what it takes." You know, so. You clearly can get them out of here. Why didn't you just do that? 
and then Galactus can eat the planet. Also, he uh, he's End like, of round. Oh, ah. there we go. It's good though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Ah, no. <laughs> Your turn. You're right. going to be talking about Hawkeye Freefall number two by Matt Rosenberg and Otto Schmidt. 60 seconds on the clock. Go. All right. So I'm going to use my time to talk about Justice League 39. <laughs> 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 it bled into this story. <laughs> yeah. um, this is uh, more of the same. Um, so we talked about the first issue. Um, the art is spectacular. The writing is on point. It's a very laugh out loud, funny book. It's engaging. Um, I love the inner dialogue and the voice of. Um, uh, Hawkeye here of Clint. Uh, it's it's not quite the Matt Fraction, uh, broy, but it's also not um, stiff. Uh, I love how they're setting up this bigger villain with the hood. I love um, the mystery of who is Ronan. Um, gets a wrinkle that confused me, but also intrigued me. Um, this is just a really fun book. This is gonna, the, hopefully this is going to be something that's collected that you could just hand off. Like, oh, you don't know much about Hawkeye? Take this. Hmm. Like this is this is really fun. Hmm. I hope it, I hope I hope it sticks to landing. Hmm. I yield the rest of my time to Justice League Thirty Nine. Yeah, end of round. Thank you. Whew. Uh, Brian, back to you. You're doing Amazing Spider-Man Daily Bugle number one by Matt Johnson with art by Mac Chatter, Francesco Mobili, and Scott. Hannah. Is that his first name, Mac? I don't know. Oh, is that what you said? That's the, that's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock. Go. Uh, so every so often there's a story about, you know, the, the news team of whatever. Sometimes it's Daily Planet. Sometimes it's Daily Bugle. Or sometimes it's like some support group that it features in a book. And they're just not that great usually. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, but I'm really interested in the in the main characters. You know, Spider-Man, for instance. Uh, so when Spider-Man was a fairly major character of this, I was happy. And I was mostly happy with this book because I was surprised that I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. As opposed to, you know, like, wow, what a surprising turn for this, you know, Daily Bugle-focused book. Koi Boy was fun. I'm a little intrigued about why are these webs sticking around, you know? Webs don't usually do that. Which webs? The Spider-Man's, well, they're probably not Spider-Man's, but they appear to be Spider-Man's webs. And everyone's like, now nah, they've dissolved... You know, they'll be dissolved in two hours, but they're not dissolved. Mm -hmm. And also some guy is strung up in them. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, surprisingly good for... Uh, it, it exceeded it. My expectations. There you go! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, I, I was going to say, I love the fact that, like, hey, my expectations... Crazy yeah. low. It's, Crazy low. It's a very and backhanded compliment, but awful. not to the, not to the writers. <laughs> yeah. You know, it has nothing to do with that. It's just... Yeah. You know, you want to put. I'm reading about Spider-Man, not the other people around him. Oh, yeah, a, you know, yeah. I think the only time I've seen where they tried this, because like you said, both the the big twos, they've always tried mm -hmm. Daily Planet, mm -hmm. Daily Bugle. The only time I've seen it where it was at least remotely successful to me, ultimately the book didn't make it mm -hmm. for so long. Was Gotham Central? Oh, that was good. That, yeah, that's and, probably and the best example. Had a yeah. notable effect. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I think Crispus Allen is first introduced there, and he becomes the Spectre. I don't know if he's first right? introduced. Renee or he's Montoya. Renee Montoya becomes the, the question. The, you know, yeah, but they definitely were more, more become fleshed out characters yeah. there. I don't think they're maybe, first introduced. Maybe that's there. my next yeah. read. It oh, was good, Central. and it made the whole Spectre thing like yeah. way cool because it's yes. like this character that you have a history with is becoming the Spectre, oh, so, but he wasn't like some other hero that's turned into the Spectre. You know, I re I remember here. So I, I that's going to be my next big read because we were just talking about it off the mic. What I should read next. 
Um, I remember hearing in hindsight that that was like the worst thing that happened to the Gotham Central series, the fact that they kind of almost felt like they tacked on bigger DC Universe stuff at the very end of it. As I recall, it was, I thought it was after. stuff. I thought it was after. Yeah, it happened yeah, after yeah. the book. Oh, he gets yeah, shot yeah. in the book, though, right? Yeah, like he gets, yeah, he gets shot the in the book. Yeah. Spoilers! <laughs> kinda, and, well, he does become the Spectre. Yeah. yeah. So, right. but, um, <laughs> so it, it happens afterwards, but they seed him, that character, the, who was the Spectre, Jim Corrigan, into the book. Nice. Because nice. He, wa- he was a, a cop. Oh, did that? I had forgotten that. Yeah. So they were already planning on moving him to be the Spectre. Well, he, or, I mean. who knows? Maybe some just I think this is a way of kind of like retconning his his origin. Oh, but, okay. Because that was always the origin of the Spectre from oh, back right. in the, the He was was 30s. he dirty? He was in this version. Jim Corrigan I was think like, he was a little, like, yeah, it's been a minute since I read it. Yeah, but it's it's it, it's it, that that book was so good. And when it's the book that when they announced they were doing this uh, series Gotham, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to mm. be like you know, and it's going to be the story of. Commissioner Gordon, you thought that that was going to be maybe modeled. Oh, maybe they'll model That's it exactly after Gotham what I, Central, mm, mm. and they went left. Yeah. You know, and and to, down. <laughs> yes, they did. They did. Um, but Gotham Central is that. That's the only one that. And, but even that. I guess that probably was the most successful because that definitely got into at least the 30s in its issues. And that means it was at least more than a year. And it was never at the top of my list. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was good. It was the most successful of those. It was great art. Uh, Mike uh, Lark Lark was on doing the art. And it was written... By um, Brubaker and, and oh, was it really Rucka? Rucka. Oh, wow. Back and forth on the arcs. Two good names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, Lois Lane. I'm enjoying Lois Lane. Oh yeah, oh, right. that is really great. That yeah, one, yeah. I think that counts. Yeah, but that's still oh, for sure. new, though. That's new. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So is Daily Bugle. No, but I'm talking about <laughs> the most. Ex- but but I'm talking about. I'm just saying the ones that have worked out because you, yeah, you yeah. said they've right. always returned to this well. Yeah. And which ones? Because what was the one they did Pulse. with? Um, there was the one they did with uh, uh the 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 cleanup group in Marvel that. Yeah, came that's what I was thinking control. of them too. Damage, damage control. control. Yeah. 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 And that Did was we, even funny. So you thought that, all right, maybe this has a chance. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't. I mean, yeah. it. And Lois Lane is even like, she fits in this realm, but she's kind of got a foot in the other. In you know, she's world. Lois Lane. Well, I mean, they're using you know. they're using Spider Man exclusively in this, so I, it's For the sure. same argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so take mm. that done. And take this, Suicide Squad 2 by Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. After the absolute carnage... What? what? After the absolute carnage of Suicide Squad number one, a new Task Force X has been assembled, even before the bodies of teammates and friends have had a chance to cool. What's left standing may be the most capable and uncompromising Suicide Squad ever brought together. But... It's also the most divided. Forced to fulfill agenda of a cruel new taskmaster, this squad might survive their next mission, but they may not survive each other. <clears throat> this is great. Oh, um, I 100% have never cared about the Suicide Squad ever. I think the idea is really neat, but as a series, I've never lasted more than... The cover? <laughs> yeah, like one issue. <laughs> So I've already doubled my uh, Suicide Squad time on this book. I think the first two issues are off to a great start. I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, the characters are a lot of fun. The interactions and the twists are a lot of fun. The, mm. Even just the way he puts the story together to start one way, and then we, by the time we get to that scene again at the end, it's, it's a different, very, very different feel to it. Um, yeah, this was great. What did you guys think, Brian? Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was fine. I liked it, but I don't think I liked it that much. Um, 
I uh, I found myself. Show. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> this is what did it. <laughs> um, it was I like mean, it started with hating Jason Aaron. And then mm. now oh, you're, now you're off. And yeah, this is the last by hating draw. Jason Aaron, you mean thinking he's good, but not being able to remember what I liked yeah. that he wrote. Okay, <laughs> I, cool. I, I, have a very, I have a very binary brain. There's right. no such thing as gray area. It's just yeah. this or that. If you yeah. don't like it as much as me, yeah, you hate done. it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I thought, like, you know, cool, capable DC action, like, cool stuff. Um, uh the teleporting thing was was pretty sweet too. Yeah, the art's fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah, I found myself, I, you know, looking back, I think I might not have finished the first issue oh, okay. that we. I was like trying to read it right before the show, and then I forgot to go back and finish the rest of it. Um, so I can't fault it for you know a couple of things of that nature. Although I found the end to be, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what was going on, and I think. That that is intentional, um, you know, like the so? well. So that's a good question. What was I thinking when I wrote it? Uh, when I wrote it? When I read it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brian is Tom Taylor. <laughs> uh, no, then one would hope I would I would recall what was happening. Oh right, why this this woman is, you know, uh, the I don't I don't know who she is. She's the big like. So you didn't read the, the last one, or you don't remember it? You, I think I only read the first half. Is the okay, thing. So these yeah. the the new members of the team yeah are eco terrorists right. that are now being forced to work with the Suicide Squad. Right, right, right. They don't agree with what they were about to do, and they're sabotaging it. Okay, and pretty much putting um, okay Lawton in a rock and a hard place. Okay, kill him now or say that it didn't work, kind of a thing. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, and they can hear everything that's going on, so right, they have exactly. to. Okay, so um, so the yeah the the conflict of these books constantly, or the suicide books constantly, is they're making you do this stuff, and they could kill you at any moment. Right. What he's what Tom Taylor's doing is he's setting up a conflict, a genuine conflict within the team as well as outside of the team as well. Mm-hmm. So, like in that last issue, these new recruits, they killed two of them. Right. Like. Right, so like because of a miscommunication. Now, right? now you're forced yeah, yeah, yeah. to work with the person that just killed your brother. Now you're forced right. to work with, it, like, so it's the wearing it's the a, tooth thing was cool. It's a very, <laughs> it's a, it's a very tense kind of uh, okay. setup, which is really, really cool. Uh, King Shark seemed, speaking of that, seemed like more cowed by the the amphibious guy wearing his tooth than I would have expected. Yeah. Uh, that was a cool moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think he, I think, and this is what I liked about it is that. I don't think King Shark um, expected this guy to be be any type of threat. Right. Like when he looks they, pretty ineffectual. When they go and bang out, he doesn't expect. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. He yeah. should be able to get with him. So yeah, now yeah. He, he doesn't know how to how to act. Yeah. You know, he's like the the bully in the room that's going to be punched in the nose. Right. And he's yeah, like, he, he's surprised. Ooh. And sharks notoriously hate being punched. Yeah, in they the do. Nose. Yeah. Yes. It's, exactly. It's a big thing under the sea. Honestly, I don't think anyone really appreciates it. I know what I'm. A bad. good nose punch, yeah. No. Uh, maybe Madrox, because then he gets another double. <laughs> oh, nice quality. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I um, I love this issue. Uh, Tom yeah. Taylor is becoming, is very quickly becoming somebody that I just want to follow. Uh, like you, like you had said, JD, like Suicide Squad. Don't care. Yeah, it's not really a title that I follow. I know some people follow characters and titles, and they'll just go with whatever creative team. I follow writers and artists, and 
I'm going to start following Tom Taylor a little bit more distinctly because this is like hmm. the fifth thing I've read that it's just so fun. Yeah, I, I, I remember being surprised by Injustice. Every issue hmm. I picked up of Injustice, which wasn't a lot of them, hmm. but every time I picked up an Injustice book, there was some big what-the-fuck moment. Hmm. Yep. But I went, oh, wow, yep. what? Oh, you're doing that? Cool. Um, now, I've never sat down and blasted all the way through mm -hmm. that series, mm -hmm. but because of that book, Tom Taylor's been on my back burner of like, oh, I should check this guy out a little bit more. And so I'm, the fact that he's even on, on like a big main, wow, is it a main DC? I, I think, it's it's, I think side, you got to consider this a, a main DC book for now because of Harlequin <laughs> and Suicide uh, Squad too. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Now, no, Deceased was just as good also. That's right. Chance to read uh, that. Yeah. Uh, just, I imagine you would want to mention you appreciated the pronoun use. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was really subtle. Yeah, oh yeah. yes, I yeah. did notice that too. Yeah, so uh, there's a scene in the uh, in a drop ship where Floyd, uh, Deadshot, um, is wondering like, oh, so so one of these new new characters. Um, they mentioned that they hate flying. Aerie, I think is her name. Yeah, yeah. Aerie. Which, it, her, his surprise is, is reasonable. Yeah. She has wings. Hate, like, like, hates yeah. flying. But right. he doesn't understand that they actually mean in a plane. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Like, you got wings. Why do you hate flying? Right. And then and the, saying that he reaches out and kind of like touches, touches her wings. Yeah. yeah. Right, which is which um, is And uh, their compatriot is just like, they don't, like, you know, like, actually, just, like, Calmly corrects them, like oh, yeah. not even corrects, just says, yeah, they don't like. Blah, well, yeah, blah, actually, blah. it's not a correction. He has not referred to this person by any gender. You have wings, you know what I mean? There's no, yeah. and she just like it's not bolded or anything. Just yes, they do have wings. Yeah, like yeah, that's it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, this is why I like about it. The correction yeah, is just, you shouldn't touch them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought like, it was handled really well. I also like how she's like, and if you touch them again without permission, you'll you know, and threatens him. Uh -huh. But. Uh, even that is kind of like a uh, it's not an out and out threat it's like if you touch them again without permission mm -hmm. this we could work together you might touch them again in the future yeah. if you become friends and yeah. you're like hey can I I may give you permission yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this book ah! and reading this when I opened up this book within two pages first of all I love that it felt very very much like I was reading a movie mm -hmm. like I and that is the um, hallmark of good art. So good on you for Bruno Redondo, who actually does do Justice. art in Injustice. Ah, oh, how about that? Yes, isn't yes. he like the main guy? In He's kind of like the main guy, but because of the nature of the books, there's mm. there's like about a, a rotation of about three or four artists. Mm. Um, so, but it's always fun when he shows up on the pages. Um, so, I was in. I love the characters. I love the characterization. I never mm. really gave two f's about. Deadshot either, mm -hmm. but and to me, DC had kind of like over the years been kind of like making Deadshot turned him into like a three dollar Deathstroke. Oh yeah. So oh. I was like, oh man, they really don't know what to do with this dude. But now I'm 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 feeling him. I, I like I like him. I like all the characters they introduce. I even liked that they've, you know, I think we mentioned it with the first issue, uh, swapped out Amanda Waller for somebody else, so now it's a whole different dynamic mm -hmm. between the team. Um, I'm all, I'm I'm in. And yeah. Tom Taylor, I, because of Injustice, I've always been on his jock, so yeah. like, yo, this is dope. Yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm excited uh, to be enjoying this book, and every time I pick it up, I'm, I'm, ex I'm stoked to read it. Hmm. Something is Killing the Children, number five, by James Tinney in the fourth, and Werther Delaidera. Delaidera? Deladera? Nailed it. The time for investigation is over. The hunt begins as Erica Slaughter brings her namesake to the monsters of Archer's Peak. 
Uh, yeah, that's, that's 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 what she does. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, this is we read issue one many many moons ago. Uh, probably five, about five, five months moons, ago. I think. Five moons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was interested back then, but I didn't keep up with it. So this week, I blew through all five issues. Uh, it's one of my new favorite. And I'm, I guess it's a horror story, right? Hmm. It's horror. But it feels weird calling it a horror story. Because um, it's not just horror. It doesn't feel like it's, it's just like here to scare me. Hmm. Um, because I really like Erica Slaughter's character. I like her hanging out with this kid. Um, and I'm, I'm curious about the society, the group she seems to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is it's called Slaughter something, right? Like Erica Slaughter is the name she like took. House. It's not really her last yeah, name. Yeah, it's like um, uh, it's it seems as though they're kind of setting up a. Maybe like a house or a caste system. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's not defined yet, though. So it's it's. But they they do they do um, kind of tease the fact that there's almost like a high table. Yeah. There's a there's an organization that. So these monsters, you can't see them unless you know they're there, or you know or you're fear, a child. or you're a child. Uh. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a you know the the innocence of a child enables you to see and fear these things. I see. Whereas if you're so they kind of. <laughs> There's a character that that can't see what's happening, but sees something is happening in this issue. She's fighting she, something, hmm. yeah. but this character can't see what she's fighting. Blood. She's covered in blood all of a sudden, and she's wrestling with something that he hmm. can't see. So, uh, she kind of inoculates him in a way, and now he could see it all. Uh, she she stabs him in the fucking head is what she does. Huh. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's like a. It's a, it's some, there's something in it. I thought it was almost like syringish. There's something in is it. Is it? I'm not sure what that she is. Doesn't just it's not drawn him. particularly well, to, or, or at least I, I can't the tell what it is. The storytelling of it is a little bit in the color, yeah. it, I think. It's syringish. Mm. There, it looks like yeah. there's something either on the blade or in the blade. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's magic y. Yeah. Mm. Um, see, I didn't realize, I thought she, I didn't, yeah, you're right. The storytelling land, she is pulling something out of a little mm-hmm. um, holder and it's green and it looks almost like a, a box cutter, but then it also looks kind of like green stone. I, I thought of a, like a mini cattle prod. Okay. Like a I, kink. I didn't even realize that was a tool. I thought she just picked up a piece of rock and jabbed him in the temple with it. Hmm. It's um, magic. It's magic-y. Um, so, yeah, and they they allude to this way back in issue one where, because this, this character, this main character, she's got a really cool bandana with teeth on it, and basically her hair is over her one eye most of the time. And I think in issue one, she tucks the ha- hair behind her ear and you see the damage from right some oh sort she of had surgery. it done herself um so now uh, she's able to see um these she's monsters not a child so no, she, no right 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 yeah the only way that adults can see these monsters is if they've had their brain damaged in a certain way right with a magic key thing with a magic key thing yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. um so i'm hugging people have stopped by the shop i feel like i should tell the audience, why there's silence is because I'm getting hugs it's from hugging. my friends. Isn't this, isn't this lovely? Yes. They came just to give me hugs. That was, Record, that was it. That was the only reason. Do you need anything oh, else? Nice. Oh, we're, we're going to pee on your floor. You're going to pee oh, on cool. my floor. That's fine. Oh. Make it yours. <laughs> Not on great. the rug because it really ties the room together. Make it yours. <laughs> well, we want to add ours. Oh, yeah, the, I see. Yeah. He wants yeah. the scent to stay. It's not yeah. going to do it on the terraza. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> the terraza? <laughs> What's a terraza? Is that this material that the floor is made oh. out of? It's oh. like a Love you, bye. <laughs> um, so it really threw me off my game. Damn it. Uh, this, this book, book is fucking, about, yeah, I yeah. love it. I love okay, this book. Cool. It, it's, um, it's got a badass female um, pr- protagonist, and 
and yeah, protagonist. And um, monsters and kids are getting eaten. Yeah, it holds no punches. Like yeah. there's some there's some grotesque things that happen to children all throughout. Yeah. Like yeah. um uh I, I am notoriously not really big on horror books, mm -hmm. but for some reason this one kind of keeps keeps me more than the other ones because it's like you said, it's not just a horror book. There's there's elements of of thriller, there's elements mm -hmm. of, of mystery, there's there's a lot more action. It's not just so in a lot of horror books, it's things constantly happening to characters, and it's just dour, and it just keeps happening. This is much more proactive. Yeah. There's yeah. much more. This woman has come to town specifically there's, to hunt down this beast yeah, there's uh, a, that there's is a killing. There's a sense of agency instead of a sense mm. of victimhood, yeah. like a lot of right. the first arcs mm -hmm. of right. horror books are. Right. And it's just it's it's grabbing me more. So I um, find, I'm sorry, and I, I and I find a lot of horror books seem to lean on the creating the atmosphere uh. art-wise as opposed to trying to just tell actively a story mm -hmm. and i think because this does like you said no have the, the mix of mystery thriller action um all in this horror universe um the art is embracing that and you are drawn in it is moody but Things are going on. People are moving, moving yeah. as they're talking. It's action yeah. happening. You know, there's there's blood all over the place. And I also don't want to um, give short rift to the to the colors because the color coloring oh, yeah. of the book is, is beautiful as well. It's a beautiful production. Yeah, for it's, so, it's for beautiful. some of the scenes are so dark, it could easily be muddy, and it's not. Yep. It's not at all. Yep. Um, I wanted to uh, we were, just to go back to something we were saying earlier. So I guess her designation is Horde Gold hmm. from the House of Slaughter. Because she's she's like um, calling into the the boardroom. I guess they're all just sitting there around a table, mm. and they all got special types of bandana Mas masks. Mm. Yep, mm. and their little uh, familiars, which are these little um, stuffed animals, which I'm assuming encase the the soul or being of a monster that helps them. Yeah, that's a reasonable assumption. Wait, I I actually thought it was that's like they're so when they send out someone. They send them out with the stuffed animal with a as a communication device. So, oh, um, did you? I mean, we've seen um, so you've seen what's inhabiting her her octopus doll. Yeah, this person. I thought like they're communicating through the octopus doll. There is a there is a being that you see briefly um, when someone goes into the hotel room where she. It sounds like she's talking to herself, and you see the there's a a figure with tentacles for feet um, hovering just above the doll. Oh, so yeah, there is the soul of a monster. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. like you inhabiting I, that. I've that been she reading talks these. To. I've been reading these monthly. I forgot about that detail. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have the, I didn't have the, uh, the luxury of reading all five at once. No, no. <laughs> I've been reading them. I forgot about that that detail. As it came out. Yes. But um, uh, but uh, like to be said though, like I know a lot of people have uh, consternation about jumping in at places. This seems to be the end of the first arc, mm -hmm. and. If Boom is smart, they're going to collect this super fast before. Yeah, so I can the jam it into issue. people's hands. Yeah, start jamming this yeah. into people's hands and have them like jump in because this is a really fun book. Boom is pretty good about that. They they a, a book like, will wrap up and then like within a month or two the the trade will be if, out. If this mm. trade is out before issue six or at the same time as issue six, I would definitely say hey pick up the first trade pick up yeah. the next issue this is a fun book yeah a lot hmm. of the issues are already out of print and many printings oh. they've oh, already wow. gone through a, like at least three printings each i think it's a very fun yeah. book so it yeah is. i'm planning on stocking up on the trade to try to put mm. this in people's hands because it's really good there's another thing that i really like about this book is that there is a horror series called um hack slash and oh, i believe yeah. her name is cassie hack 
and she wears fishnet stockings, a really short schoolgirl outfit. It's all very TNA. Hmm. Um, so if, if you're into like 80s horror and like that sort of version of horror, which has a lot of TNA. Um, mm-hmm. But like that's one of those horror books like I want to give to people, but I don't because it's because of its, uh, it's gratuitous nature. Yeah. It's very cheesecakey. Hmm. Like all the covers have her like almost bending over in a skirt. I'm like, ah, don't really need that. This is a version of that that is awesome. Hmm. Uh, doesn't have all the cheesecake elements to it. She's a badass female protagonist and um, times and she's yeah mm. she kicks ass it's awesome when was hacks life that wasn't that long ago right it's still going Ten, oh very good it's been All going right. for about 10 years yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah. it just so, started yeah. a minute ago i was about gonna say the, yeah, the yeah. conceit it's just she's a final girl that takes her into her own hands yeah yeah but yeah it is like if you just saw that on the shelf mm. hack slash on the shelf yeah yeah you wouldn't know that it's supposed to try and be empowering it's yeah, just yeah. like mm. oh she's in stockings and look you can almost see her butt and she's covered in blood neat Uh, Let's move on to Frankenstein Undone by Mike Mignola and Ben Stenbeck. Frankenstein's creator lies dead in the icy grip of the Arctic, and the monster searches for a new purpose. Just as he thinks he's found one with a group of unlikely companions, disaster strikes, and the monster is catapulted out of Mary Shelley's novel and into the world of Hellboy. Uh, What did you guys think of this, Brian? I really liked it. Um, I liked the emotion that it conveyed. Mm -hmm. You know, it it was a... poignant and lonely tale you know mm-hmm. and uh like melancholy permeated it and uh, uh say permeated yeah i think i should have said permeated, permeated? Yeah. yeah although one of the ways is how i always pronounced it and uh. then later learned that that was wrong yeah. you know like if yeah, you yeah. just read things you know i used to say uh my plan has come to fruition 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 i, I had not a, fruition i had oh, a yes. friend that used to I, I still have this friend but they used to um verbalize few you know, like, phew, phew. Oh, but they would actually say, phew. phew. Oh, I, I'll say phew. Like, so I'm like, phew, phew. What? Yeah, 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 I'll yeah. say, phew, phew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I insisted that? that it was called <laughs> Citadel, not Citadel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, is, it, is it Adelan or Adelan? Ooh. Or Tillin or Adelan? See, that's a tough one because much like Magneto, that I called Magneto until the X-Men cartoon, mm-hmm. but like... That's not in the dictionary. You know what I mean? Like, there are magnets, and he has magnetic powers. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's how would I know how... Adelan or Attilan? See, that's... I think I pronounce it Adelan always, but... I always thought it was Attilan. Really? Yeah, I mean... Mm. Yeah, I, was th- I think I always said Attilan. Oh, I said Adelan. I mean, and, yeah. there's no there's no accent mark to tell me that I need to, like, really jump up with that second eye. Yeah. Well, it's Attilan. Uh, so, I or mean, Attilian, that is a very... Even more... Like, more English pronounces... Adelan tends to emphasize that way other languages emphasize like i think greek tends to emphasize on the second syllable so who knows how the adelanians <laughs> do their thing you know um but uh but yeah i think it is permeated actually uh, it is i believe permeated. It, it is, it is. Permeated. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes it's not permeated uh, so this permeated. yeah this book yeah anyway <laughs> permeated by melancholy um just <laughs> yeah I do want to make it clear and own up to the fact that uh, the thing that we were talking about that you guys do that annoys me so bad, I instigated this time. You did. You that did. was my fault. Hey, Continue, Where Ryan. we had previously said, you know what? We don't have a lot to say. Nolan and I will just briefly talk about yeah. Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go on. Yeah. So uh, just melancholy, permeating everything. <laughs> and, um, uh, and and I like that. And some of the, the language that is used mm. is really good. Like his... His statement about, you know, if Frankenstein desired revenge, it would be better to let me live. You know, but he says it in a very cool way. Uh, if thou wert yet alive and yet cherished a desire of revenge against me, it would be better satiated in my life 
than in my destruction. It's a very roundabout and awesome way to say it. And there's one more that uh, that he says something very cool, and I don't remember it off the top of my head. He then repeats both of those things later on, yeah. which I I liked. I came down on the side of liking, but I wasn't immediately like, oh, cool. I liked his kind of like return, but I also wondered a bit why it was happening. Yeah, I, um, I felt the same way. I think if, if let's say this is, all right, we already know this is one of five, so if this is a five-issue miniseries, and had he taken the soliloquy from the beginning and at the end of the fifth issue sure. came back around to it, great. But it reminded me of when I'm watching a movie and then we see an event happen, and then less than ten minutes later, the character is flashing back to the thing we just watched. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we no, we just, that literally just happened. We don't need to do that right now. Right. We can come back to this at a later point. You know, at least actually, let some time pass. I didn't notice it. So oh, really? I, I oh. read this. I, I read this in two sittings. Um, I very much liked it more than I thought I would. Um, it reminded me of. I, mo- I know it's the Mignola verse, mm. but it did remind me of of reading, you know, an an off shot or a one shot Hellboy story of, of kind of, it's not necessarily about the action. It's just about like inside this character's head. Mm-hmm. Right. It was, it was, it was effective. And honestly, 75% of that battle of me just really enjoying this was the art. I fucking oh, ben loved Stenbeck. it. Ben uh, Stenbeck. This art, this art is so gorgeous. Much. Yeah. Cause it feels of a piece in the Magnola verse, mm-hmm. but it's the, the lines are a little lighter the yeah. the, the coloring is gorgeous like this is i loved this book it's like i could have believed it was mike mignola like if i if somebody if if i didn't know who wrote it like it looks like it fits very well it fits in the world but it's not so a lot of a lot of mignola stuff especially in this universe is is very jagged very straight line Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. angular this is much more it's it's softer but it's still in that yeah yeah wheelhouse and it's just beautiful i I really really like i like that the character feels like the monster from the novel yeah, that's right. what I really right. appreciate. And I've never read the original novel. I have not either. I've never read the original novel, but I've saw what people say is the most literal. At Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me so, too. so having seen that, that's why I was able to recognize a lot of the beats that they're referencing in here. And I know that he speaks well yeah. in that novel. Like it's not just that he can talk in full sentences. Like he is an eloquent yes. speaker. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that happens that I, I assume they were referencing. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that I, I just I believe that that happened in Frankenstein, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I only saw I saw it like less than a year ago. So oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. definitely refreshed a lot yeah. of those spots. I, I enjoyed the hell out of this. Book. Cool. This was cool, and especially as someone who tried watching Dracula on Netflix. Oh, I haven't started yet, and which mm. is basically. I mean, they're not doing anything new with okay. the characters. Yeah, it's yeah. just retreading the, the old story. Yeah. I appreciate this picking up where the book left off, mm-hmm. making it feel like it's that same character, and now like very smoothly and subtly moving him into the world of uh, of Hellboy, which when you think about the, the Hellboy world, it's all of the same ha- piece. Has he been in Hellboy before or no? no. Okay, because it is no. that much of this world that mm-hmm. I that I have and never read anything of, but kind of know I, I as the movies. You know, he never needs to cross over. I don't. I don't care. Mm. Uh, it's just the yeah, exactly. that style of storytelling of mm. it's a broader world of supernatural and paranormal things. Mm-hmm. You take this literary character or this literature character and just kind of plop them there, and they fit so incredibly well. Mm-hmm. If you want to like take the story in this direction, I really yeah. really like he's. He is a a man that was succumbed by vengeance and violence on the other side of wanting to die, 
he has to figure out what's next hmm. and that's what this story is about it's yeah. just really really good that actually that um is the other line that i thought was really good i found it that it says um there's something in the beginning of this but it says uh where can i find rest but in death my spirit will sleep in peace or if it thinks it will surely not think thus hmm. i thought that was an another excellent turn of phrase you know it it gives you this picture by outlining the feeling um, i gotta say i don't to understand it, it. well it will, okay if, if it thinks, it will not think thus. Think what? What is thus? So I guess a little mean? earlier he says, like the whole thing is, um, you know, he'll go up to the north, collect my funeral pile, and no longer be the prey of feelings unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. Feelings unsatisfied, right? And where can he find rest? And my spirit will sleep in peace. Or if it, my spirit, if it thinks, it will not think thus. It will be transformed into a different, you know, like I will maybe in that way not exist as I am anymore. I see. You know, yeah, that kind of essentially, thing. Essentially saying like, even if I wish for peace, I, I don't. I won't know, and or there is no peace for me. Like, mm. oh no! It, I thought it was different. I thought it was like after, my, like my, I'll die. My spirit will either be in peace or it will be something else. And I won't. Know. But I won't know. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Like it'll. See, I, I will be it, so different well, or transformed. Yeah, though, that is the the character saying. Even in death, there's no real mm. comfort because I won't even know. Like, oh, that's I don't even deserve that kind of peace mm. of knowing that there might be peace. Oh, it's funny. I won't even know it. I read I it the other way, yeah. like as. Okay, I'll be I'll be okay. If that, so, yeah, yeah. the other way is like even hmm. if I am okay, it's oh, interesting. To I'm enjoy. glad I'm not the hmm. only one. Ah, mm-hmm. indeed. Because, uh, I, I read this and I thought, well, I was very excited because I, I saw that. Um, first of all, Mike Mignola cover will always grab uh, my yes. attention. Sure. And then Ben Stenbeck, knowing that he had drawn the interior, I was very excited because I love his artwork so much. Hmm. And um, it felt very much like another character that I don't enjoy reading, which is the Silver Surfer, and he hmm. basically, you know piddles around the, the galaxy on his sitting on his skateboard <laughs> right that's that's, that's the guy it right it's yeah, a skateboard people that skateboard they call them surfers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's just skateboarding around the galaxy yeah, yeah, yeah. Piddling, around. Piddling, piddling around piddling around <laughs> just being a big old sad yeah, sack and piddle being paddle. like boo hoo hoo I'm a piddle um, here I'm a piddle there crying yeah. his silver tears um, <laughs> they're black and so there's now. there's oh, yeah. elements to that here hmm. um, and if we don't get five issues of this thing ruminating about mm. wanting to die mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the meaning of life and all that other stuff. Like this first issue was great mm. for that. And then mm. if we can move on from that, that'd be awesome. Um, but like the, he finds a family of polar bears that he sort of befriends yeah. and he becomes quote unquote part of the family and then uh, finds another creature yes, uh, feasting on one of the baby bears. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, and exacts his revenge on it. Kind of a Kong gorilla thing happening with, uh, maybe, mm. uh, the golden gorilla. Pendul- then, yeah, yeah. A pendant and everything too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it seems a little bit different, but. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I like those elements, and I like the, the conversation he has with the guy at the end, uh, where you mm. find out he is that creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I thought that was neat. But I really don't want five issues of him just being like, mm. uh, I mean, I, I regret my I mean, existence. Silver Surfer is one of my favorite characters from Marvel, so. Uh, just, I, it reminds yeah. me of Eeyore. I agree um, with both of you. I, first of all, cool. I, I, I do, like, it was, it is sad, sacky. Oh, sure. But. It was permeated by it's, melancholy. It's, <laughs> it's permeated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it didn't, it didn't. It didn't. Um, it didn't turn me off because I, I felt like that it was earned for this. Like, like you couldn't jump completely out of that. Right. From where that they brought, they started the character. Yeah. yeah. I would like to see but him if go this through. Is, if this is issue arc. three and we're then still on different. it, I'm sure. Out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, 
Do we know what else Ben Stenbeck has drawn? Is he mostly like a Hellboy universe I'm, guy? Personally, or? I've never heard of him before. Ah, we're, I'm friends with him on Facebook, so mm. I should know this. You should. Um, ben, but anyway. You can ask him. And yet ben, you're, you're asking. Yeah. Ben, tell me, what else have you done? Um, is that it? No. There was. All right, so, by special request. By special request, mm. um, Carl Carls, who hopefully is still safe and yes. not engulfed in flames yes, in Australia, yes. uh, he says that the Last God series is is uh, the bee's knees. Hmm. Um, hmm. And so what we're going to talk bees about- bees have knees? When they're very cool, they do. Yeah. And that's where that expression comes from. The coolest bees have yeah, knees. Yeah, yeah, they sprout knees, yeah. and their legs bend in a different way than they did before. And all the other bees go, oh, that's so cool. It's like, the, uh, it's like when grasshoppers become cicadas. You know, the population density gets so much that this change occurs when the bees get so cool. Knees. Oh, they got knees. Knees. You get a knee, you get a knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Last God, polony, number four. Polony, polony, polony. <laughs> By Philip Kennedy Johnson and Ricardo Federici, beyond the edge of creation lies the black stair, and beyond it, amidst the void, he waits. Mole, Oltep, the last god. This is the tale of those who claimed to slay him and the world they doomed with their lies. Ah. I have not read a single issue of this. Uh, I have all four waiting for me, and I was there were so many books this week yeah. uh, that I did not get to it. But I, my friends, my compatriots, uh, at least you, two of them, uh, two of them, <laughs> two of the four of us have done their homework. Yes, um, made uh, by a special point. I yeah. well, and I went the other way. I didn't read something's killing the children. Uh, and I was like, let's read this last one. That guy. means I, I win all the points because I read You both. got them all. Yep. Yeah. You got them Noel all. Noel wins the podcast. hey yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank all my friends and family mm-hmm. okay. for this achievement. Go ahead. Uh, By name. Thank each you. of them. <laughs> thank you, John, James. Right. Stop Actually, it. I should start with. How's the book? Alphabetical order. It was Stop good. It. it was really good. <laughs> uh, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Anthony. Antonio. Uh, nobody not the same oh, as Anthony. No, of course not. Yeah. And is that alphabetical? No, yes. no, no, no. It's just by uh, clustered in A. I understand. Fuck yeah. me. So anyway, the last guy was really good. <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed it as yeah, well. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. It was classic, like classic fantasy feel to it. Um, I didn't read any of the back matter, but it looked like that was of a piece, you know, very classic kind of thing. Um, they very effectively, I think in the second issue, start switching between time periods. Yeah. They've got this little icon that tells you. 30 years past. Some of the clothes are similar and the looks are similar, so it can throw you for a second. But this yeah. icon really there's helps. A, there's you know. a really great plot device. So the, the first issue kind of introduces what happened 30 years ago, and now this is the regular world of, you know, us us having defeated the monster mm-hmm. 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. This is the New Kingdom. Um, something happens at the very end of that issue to where now, uh, in issues two through four, they're showing the same group of characters now running from what happened mm-hmm. and how they met up 30 years ago yeah. to defeat it the first time. Yeah. Going through the same lands, the same kind of mission, but like coming together in different ways or different mm-hmm. times in their lives. This is a really fun book. And it, it's it not starts in my wheelhouse out, at all. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is more in my wheelhouse. Not something that I have... You know, I, not in comics so much, but in novels. I've read a lot of high fantasy novels, but not for a while. Um, so this was almost nostalgic in that way, but felt like it added something new to that. You know, it was um, it was uh, it had its own elements that it brought in that I thought was cool. When when it, issue one started, and they're talking about this person of this group and this person of this group, and I was like, when we've read so many first issue fantasy, I was like, here we go. <laughs> you know, here yeah, it comes again. I, uh... And it, something about I think. Showing the past and and the present uh, fleshes that out 
in a in a way yeah. that wasn't done in, in a lot of the other comics. So even even uh, read all these, I very much enjoyed it. I was engaged the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember names still. Like yeah. I, I, here and there, I'll be like, oh, that's that's Vico or Vico whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah. Put to the task, I'm like, I don't remember the definition of a ferryman every single page. Oh, like right. we need right, to, right, right, right. But but what the story does very well is it keeps providing you that context in mm-hmm. a way where you might not understand the meaning of a word mm-hmm. but you understand how it's being delivered you see and what's why. going on by the by the effects yeah. of the magic that they're using and a that lot kind of, of stuff. times these yeah. books that are so dense with material are impenetrable and this is mm-hmm. not and it's great and speaking of those like who are these people and what do they do there was one especially cool moment i thought when uh, i think it was issue three or four where the ferryman king the who is a woman also and she's she's the king you know uh jumps off of this bridge has previously stabbed the head of their of their villain their you know whoever they're fighting and with one sword jumps off of the bridge stabs her hand through the the other guy i don't know main character but his viewpoint character's hand and that while he's falling like all she has to do is reach this stat, and then that creates this connection, yeah. which was never before mentioned in the book that this could be done and didn't need to be. You know, it was felt the just action, right. It was the really cool. And the art in this book is fantastic. The art, this book is the gorgeous. art is real good, and it has a real fantasy yes. feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like the illustrations that come on the cover or in the beginning of a chapter of a fantasy novel. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very cool. There's like a, it's it's it. I've I've never heard of this. Maybe I have heard of this artist, but it, there's a there's a weird mishmash of like Isad Ribic, a little mm. bit of Simone Bianchi, mm. a little bit of, like it's it's got a tonally appropriate feel mm-hmm. without being so photorealistic. It's stiff. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. Is yeah. Really, really good. I I'm crazy shocked that I enjoyed this as much as I did. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, this is not really stuff that I enjoy reading because it feels sure. like homework. Oh, right. Most of the time, it feels right. like homework, and this was really, really fun. Now wow. I thought it was a four issue thing, and it is not. And I I tried to look up is it is it an ongoing is it because there's a there's a subtitle it's the last this god book one. book one of the Felsbrier Chronicles. So this is chapter four, right? So is this like like how long is book one, and is there a plan for the other books to come out, or is this the kind of thing that? It'll be totally full by itself, and yeah. we'll see if the other books that come out. That being said, I don't know if I want to read this in issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Like if we, if yeah. like I was able to uh, read all four of these in one clip, and they were really, really fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I personally, I, you know what? I'd like to hear from from Carl how this is really reading in pieces, and sure. if we don't know, like when book one ends, how many books are there? What's the What's how big is this story? It's, right, I, I, right. I feel uh, it, it. That part of it feels impenetrable. Like, kind of tell me where you're going. I don't want to be on it. This is the same reason why I have trouble with stuff like Undiscovered Country or mm-hmm. or Walking Dead. Like, mm-hmm. I like stories that have definitive climaxes or endings or, or reasons, not yeah. just yeah. meandering for forty five issues. Put it labeling it as book one of the Fellspire Chronicles could mean that he's like, No, we've got this. I mean, they've got to go up this stair, which they still haven't done, and you know, that could be they solve this problem mm-hmm. and that's the end of book one. Um I would have no problem believing that. But yeah, I did expect them to mm-hmm. to finish me, it. Yeah. Give me something. Um I, I haven't read this mm-hmm. and I walked away from the mic for a minute. Um the art did you guys mention the name uh, Steve Pugh? 
No, 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 no but you're right. Yeah, There's a lot of Steve Pugin here too, mm. as well. Mm. Um, very nice looking book. Uh, flipping through it, I don't know if it's my cup of tea. Right. But you guys say it's so good. Either. So uh, yeah, I know it's not my cup of tea, but I know good stuff when I look at it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It looks like it's very stuff. well. It's very well world built. You know, like it's the. There's history there that they mention, but you don't need to know about. Like it's like you said, it's it's very well done. If it's the kind of thing you're into or not, that's a different question. Yeah. But yeah, on a scale of one to permeated, yeah, how's the melancholy? Ooh, I'd say that's a oh, probably at like a like a like a yellow. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah. yeah perfect. perfect. Um, just, right. that feels yeah. gross. <laughs> All right. Discolored uh, off. Yeah. An excellent recommendation, Carl. Like that was a solid recommendation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. for writing in. Yeah. Um. No emails this week. Yeah. Which is it's fun. you know it's fun. it's fun. Yeah. I, I don't even <laughs> I don't, I don't even care. I don't even need know, to I be told even how know. good we, we are on totally a weekly ha- basis. Well, we're totally happy just speaking into the void of nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's just. Uh, <sighs> How do you have a kid like that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, know, you so was, much uh, for yeah. joining us <laughs> on this episode of Spoiler Alert. Spoiler, Spoiler Alert! You can help <laughs> the show out by emailing us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. You can rate and review us wherever you found this fucking piece of shit show. You can um, wow. uh, help Are the, you so the show. Help the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can help the show out with money if you want to go to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. Toss some dollars at this fucking shit. Yeah, maybe yeah. it'll get better. Yeah, maybe it'll stop being a some piece of shit baggage. if you give me your money. You could buy quality, uh, uh, you know, podcasting. Yeah, the, get, co-hosts yeah that's they can what buy quality co-hosts. buy some more co-hosts <laughs> uh brian where can the people find you uh i'm around you know cool. and i'm at brianleebdesign.com b-r-i-n-l-i-e-b as in boy no social media at mr bartocci m-r-b-a-r-t-o-c-c-i or the facebook page len aka the bat triple hey how at a triple at at bat triple on all the social medias or follow my crew the black tribbles on all the social medias and blacktribbles.com Word. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky. And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. This is... Oh, 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 oh.